Sorry, Cup, and welcome to another episode here for the Funkin' Pod and for Media Prof reacts to the Twitter files. It's been quite some interesting days ever since Elon Musk um, had Matt Taibbi publish the Twitter files on Twitter as a threat, um, which was interesting, an interesting choice. And I'm quite intrigued to see how Elon Musk is handling the media. I'm not saying... How is handling Twitter too? Um, I'm not saying that he's doing it well. I'm not saying that he's not doing it well. I'm just very intrigued to see how it all goes. Uh, I do think it's a smart move um, eventually that he bought Twitter, even though it was way too expensive, over over evaluated. But he prob probably no. He basically now owns. The news media, more or less, because especially in the West, especially in the US, right? Where do people get their news from? Social media, obviously. And Twitter is a big, big tool there to get your news. So now he's propagating free speech. The question, though, is, is he living it? <laughs> I don't know. Like the Twitter files he released to show like how Twitter censored certain information, right? How they got requests, from, the, for example, from the Biden administration to take down certain statuses, certain um, certain messages, and so on. And they seem to have obliged at times. Well, that's, that's at least what I read from the Twitter files so far. Right. Now Jack Dorsey said, hey, Elon Musk, release all the Twitter files. If you release a few, you can release all. Indicating that Musk might not release everything that they found, but just like documents that support his angle, not all of it. Which, again, I would understand as an owner of the you know, one of the biggest spaces, platforms, where media is being published. I mean, why would you why would you allow content being published that is that could have a negative impact on what you do, right? Again, he's saying he's all about free speech. The question is, is he really? Like, if, if I would just... And it's not like being a bad person. It's like if I would put myself in the shoes of Elon Musk... I would run Twitter and then I would see like that people hating on me, spreading maybe falsehoods about me. I would be like, take that down. That's not true. Just take it down. But he doesn't want this to happen to others, right? He's like, no, everyone can voice their opinion and fake news and what or not. They will die out eventually anyways because no one's going to believe it. But if they talk about me, then maybe you feel different, right? If they talk about you, you feel different. So question is, is he really releasing everything or is he holding documents back that could be counterproductive to what he's trying to do, maybe? Maybe it's not even necessarily about him. Maybe it's just like it wouldn't support his claims or his his ideas of how Twitter should be run. And maybe it would shed a light on like why they actually censor certain information. You you never know until you until you know, right? It's it's just very difficult. So was I upset reading that um, Twitter censored content based on the Biden administration's request? Yes. I think that's that's not okay. Super disappointed. Freedom of speech, blah, blah. Yes. Thinking about it for a few days, though, could I see where there's a... that there would be like a certain use case as to why certain statuses need to be shut down or removed. Yes, that could. Now, we could argue who decides that, who defines, like, 
when to censor something, basically, right? And if you censor certain, like what to censor? Like then, the, then the argument is like that some some terrorist organizations are still on Twitter while Trump got banned, for example. I understand that. Also, not saying this is how it should be. Definitely not. So I, I'm I'm all for freedom of speech. I just also of the opinion that it's hard to trust one single person to do that. Because I think I would be intrigued to, if I would be in his shoes, I would be intrigued to like just tweak it a little bit. Like, right? So, so that, that, that's one thing. Also, while we're at, at conspiracy theories, and I said it as a joke, and then it got some traction like a little bit on, on Twitter, at least among some of my followers, I was like, how do we know that the Twitter files right now Pardon me. How do we know that the Twitter files right now aren't another conspiracy or aren't another distraction from something way bigger? And I was like, ah, hashtag conspiracy theories. And some of my followers are like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe something else happened. That's always a possibility. Maybe something else happening. And, I, and then I thought, oh no, damn. What if? What if the Twitter files are just a distraction? Like, you know how media works. Let me tell you. I mean, you know, but. Right? So. I talked about this on the podcast before. There's like this concept of moral panics. Like the, that's the phrase, but call it whatever you want. It's like inciting panic, fear, anxiety amongst the audience, anger, maybe even emotions, right? Like, so that they are very emotional about a certain topic, maybe fearful, maybe angry, and focusing on that topic. And while they're focusing on that topic, you like make them move into a certain direction for for example right back when i was a kid there were like one or two cases of of kids being kidnapped from someone who offered them like candy it was in the 90s right so offered them like candy and then they like, got kidnapped in like a van or whatever and they drove away and tried to kidnap the children like a few cases and then all the parents got so paranoid of like vans being around like school or kindergarten areas like every van was like a pedophile and Like, everybody who gave your child, like, candy was, like, a p potential pedophile. Like, oh, don't even, if it's, like, an, a grandma from across the street, she's like, oh, hey, you're so nice. He, I see you every day. You wave to me. Here's some candy. Like, no, you pedophile. Ah. And then they, they try to, I don't know, push through some laws or whatever, right? Um, and this happens, like, with, with, with sex, pornography, um, weapons, of course. And I'm not saying I'm pro or con against any of those. I'm not saying weapons are great. I'm not saying everyone should be watching porn. I'm not. But I'm just saying... That's like a, that's like the moral panic. It's like you ha you you paint those folk devils. That's how it's called in academics um, and in, in in the research about moral panics. So you put you paint those folk devils, like the devils that everyone sees, that everyone can see, and you paint them in a certain light, and everyone's going to agree with you because you have to fight the devil. So now maybe that's what's what's happening. Maybe we're painting now Twitter or the Biden administration in 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 that light. So now we're like, oh, no, we have to fight them. Maybe that's the agenda of Elon Musk. Maybe that's the agenda of, of the other investors that, are, that, that gave him the money to buy Twitter. I'm not saying it is. I'm just going to say I don't know that it's not. <laughs> Because, as you know, in the media, everybody has an agenda. And I've just been alive for too long that I can't rule out anything. There is no nobody out there that's just doing the good thing especially if, it's, if it involves 44 billion dollars i said uh, that's just impossible and 
There is an agenda and it just depends what is the agenda now. Is the agenda to support the GOP? Is the agenda to really release files to really show what happened with Hunter Biden, for example? What's what's the agenda is the what's the agenda behind Elon Musk? Now he just lost his title of richest man on the planet because Tesla I think Tesla dropped. Was it Tesla? Starlink, Neuralink. One of one of his 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 um entities The stock dropped like crazy last night, and now he's not the richest man on the planet anymore. Does that hurt his ego, for example? We don't know. And it's just fun to speculate. One thing that we can say for sure, though, is that he is doing what everybody else in the media is doing. And yes, now Elon Musk, you are now a media person. You're not just the engineer, the inventor. I've been the inventor, but you know what I mean. You're a media person. You're a media mogul. And so we have to treat you as such. We have to treat Elon Musk as a media. We have to treat him just like Rupert Murdoch now. And what he understands just like everybody else is that divisiveness is good. Because if you can divide people, audiences into different teams, they will be engaged. And he's always like so proud of like highest engagement on Twitter ever, highest user, new user sign up on Twitter than, than ever. And why is that? Well, A, because they allow bots or like the bots are wild, wilder than ever, but also because it's a team sport. It's like us against them, them against us and so on. That's what, what, what's going to keep happening on Twitter as well, of course. And if you do this, like with the Twitter files, you separate them even more. Some will say, yeah, they had the right, they, or no, they, they had to censor certain information to prevent worse things from happening, whatever that might be. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm trying to down the middle. Others say, no, you have to release everything because freedom of speech. Others say, like, oh, F the Democrats, then F the GOP. It's gonna, like, divide the people more and more and more and it's good for engagement and that's why they're doing it. Let me know what you think about the Twitter files. What do, what do you think? Release more of internal communication? Release all the internal communication? Let watchdogs go through it to figure out what's important, what's not, and who says what's important or not, right? But just release everything. Should we? Should should we? Should they? Would that satisfy you? Do you think it's been a good move so far? Do you think it's been a bad move? Do you think Elon Musk is in danger? He's like, oh, now the elite is going to come for me. Like, just like they came for those other crypto billionaires, for example. <laughs> That's also something we have to talk about down, down the road. Um, do you think? Or do you think... Elon Musk is part of the elite. And it's another distraction. So many possibilities, so, many po so much potential for crazy twists and turns. It's really exciting, it's frustrating, and then it's exciting again. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts on the Twitter files, Elon Musk, Twitter, elites, who's, who's really in control, what should happen. Shout out either in the comments or like social media at funkitpod, email funkitpod at gmail.com. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe to this, um, rate this podcast on any podcast platform that you're listening to. That helps to find a bro broader audience. The algorithm likes that, so that would be nice. Thank you for that. Let me know what you think about all of those. And as always, stay safe, take care, and we'll talk soon. Sawadee Cup.